0: There's no intense, yeah. Oh, we are almost done with Sefer Shemuel, chapter 24. Oh, You've been saying that for the last three months. I know. We're almost <laughs> nearing the end, like chapter 12. We're like, oh, we're almost on the second half of the book. <laughs> so, what happened yesterday? David made the, the error of counting the people of Israel. And God sends... told to do it. No, Hashem... Hashem v'yaset Adonai David. He caused David to stray. From there, from there some Mepharshim say that it was the sin of Am Israel that God needed an excuse to punish them for. So he caused David to sin. But the sin was Am Yisrael's. What would be the sin? Some Mepharshim say they didn't ask for the Bitha Mikdash. Which is why by the end of the story, David is going to buy the plot of land for the Bitha Mikdash. Some say it was the rebellions of Sheva ben Bikri or of Shalom or so on. Another very interesting perush I read in the Ralbag, by the way, is that the sin was actually David's, and he said, and the only sin was that he counted Bene Israel. And he said the reason it's that God is angry at Am Israel. He says from here you learn that the people are actually held responsible for the sins of their leaders. Good. It's an interesting Ralbag. He says it at the very end of the of his perush. Okay. Back to the story. So, in response, God sends God, Hanavi, to go speak to David and to tell him that he has three choices. You're going to have to pick, you're not going to just be able to do Teshuvah and get out of this without a, without a scratch. There are going to be options as to what you can do. Okay? So, after Yoav finishes counting the people, David feels really bad. He does Teshuvah and he tries to do Teshuvah. And then he says, I sinned really badly. So, God, Hanavi, comes to him and he says, You have three options. You have three options. Choose one of them and I'll do them to you. Now these three options are all going to be bad. You have one option is to have seven years of famine. Or, you can have the option of three months where your enemies are going to overpower you and you're going to be running away from your enemies. Or, you can have three days of uh, of a uh, plague in the land. So please hear this and know what should I return the matter to the one who sent me? Says God. I feel like three days of plague is nothing. So what would you pick? I would pick Seven years of famine. Enough running, enough fighting. Just take the hit. Get it. Take the hit. Get it over, get it over. Yeah, but but. The other two are not certain death. Seven years of famine doesn't mean people die; it just means people are hungry. Three years of running away from enemies—Who knows? Maybe you lose a hundred people. Sorry, seven years of famine. Uh, Hold on. Three months of famine. Yeah, three months of no. Seven years of famine. Three months of running away. Yeah, seven years of famine. Three months of running away from enemies, or three days of 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 thing. The only one that has certain death is. A plague. Plague by that's... definition is death. What would you take? Plague. You take the plague also? So that, ding, 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 that's three actually months, what... Three days, what are you saying? Yeah. That's what David picks also, but what's his reason for it? Shorter, what's, better. No. This is actually a famous pasuk. This is a very difficult decision. It's very tough. He says, let us fall into the hands of God. For God is, is uh, kind and forgiving But let's not fall into the hands of man Why? Now I'm going to summarize a lot of the Mifarshim on this topic It's a very, very interesting topic First of all he says well, Why would it be in the hands of man If there is a famine? Isn't that also by God? He says no Because whenever there is famine Where do people go? They go to Egypt They go to other countries in order to get food And they're going to be in their hands as where well they're going to give you the food and if there's war, so obviously it's, other, it's you're in the hands of the enemy. So he says, I don't want to be in the hands of the famine. I don't want to be in of, of other people when it comes to famine. I don't want to be in the hands of other people when it comes to war. Let us fall into the hands of Hashem. And let's not fall into the hands of men because God is kind. Next, what are these three options? Why these three options specifically? So there's a very interesting Rashi, honestly, who says... Whenever David was running away from Sha'ul, at one point, I think it was like Shai or someone said, let's go kill Sha'ul, we have the chance to kill Sha'ul now, let's get rid of him, you are done with him. And then he says, I'm not going to touch Sha'ul. If Hashem wants to touch Sha'ul, he could, he could kill Sha'ul. How could he do it? And David like, expounded. He said, Hashem, if he wants, could just bring a plague upon him, or it could cause him to just die of sickness. Or... He can die of old age or he can go in war and get killed in war. So because he wait, wait, that, that was in the Psukim? Yeah, that was in the Psukim. What? That's in that's in Pasuk. That Shmuel Aleph chapter eighteen, verse twenty one, if you want to open it up quickly. Shmuel Aleph, chapter eighteen, verse twenty one. No, sorry. Chapter twenty six verse ten. Big difference. Yeah. Chapter 26, verse 10, Shmuel Aleph 26 English or English Habib said As Hashem lives Hashem will strike him with illness Or his day will come And he will, and die. He will die Or he will go forth in battle and get killed Right, so, oh, he, so was he was, he was saying I'm not going to kill Sha'ul Hashem could kill Sha'ul at his, whenever he wants now, the Chachamim say that this was bad that David said this. Even though he was saying it already in order to say, I'm not going to touch Shaul, I'm going to let God do the job, he shouldn't have even mentioned that God should bring death upon Shaul. And because he said three options for how Shaul will die, he was given three options for how Amishael is going to be punished. It's an interesting Rashi, I want to bring it up to you in order so you could see. Now, there is a very interesting last Perush, that's also in the Gimara and the Midrashim, about why David chose the plague Why did David choose the plague So besides the fact that it's in the hands of God There's another very, very, very salient reason As to why he would choose the plague And that is, that is the only one that David himself Would not have been able to avoid If it's a famine So the, the king's court always has food You don't run out of food in the king's court It's the people that lose food the right? They have the granaries what about if there's war? So he sends his army and he stays in the palace. So both of those things, people would have said to David, oh, you only picked that because it doesn't apply to you. But you're not ready to actually take the risk with the rest of the people. So what he did is he took the play because everybody's equal when it comes to death. Nobody can evade death, even David. And that's why he, that way he doesn't look like he's just doing something that's in his personal benefit. He's exposing himself to the dangers that are brought upon Am Israel by the sin of counting Am Yisrael. All right, very interesting. All right. So he gave me three options. He says, "Okay, let's do. Let's go with the plague." So God gave a plague to Am Israel from the morning until a set time. I guess those three days. There's a lot of discussion about what the set time is. I won't go into. Seventy thousand people die from Dan to Then the angel of God that was going to, that was conducting the plague, like. The, the, the forces that were conducting the plague, they reached there was an According to Divrei Amim, there was an angel that his hand was outstretched over Yerushalayim, about to destroy Yerushalayim. And God said, let's not destroy Yerushalayim. He, he, he decided against destroying Yerushalayim. And he said to the angel that was destroying much of the people, pull back your hand. And at the time that God told him, the angel to stop killing the people. The angel was up to the, the threshing floor of Harabnah Yevusi. Now, if you remember, the Yevusi people were the ones who controlled Jerusalem, and Arabna is the one who controls the Temple Mount. So the angel almost got up to the place of the Temple Mount, and that's when God told him to stop. So technically, David was right to an extent because at the end of the day, God didn't let the angels go wreak havoc. He told them to stop when he got to Jerusalem. So in a sense, Hashem's mercy did show, but it stopped exactly at the spot of the Beit Hamikdash. That's why he told him to stop. I don't know why he told him to stop, but that's where it was when he told him to stop. It says in uh, footnote, uh, Arabna's property. <laughs> Or orna, two names. Yes, one name is in Hebrew. I mean, one name is here. Aravna or orna. Whatever his name is, was on Har Moria. the site where Abraham's intended sacrifice of Yitzchak. Okay. Baruch Adonai Dolam. Amen. V'amen. Tomorrow we see you there, Okay. Baruch Adonai Dolam.